this is probably my most emotional but most beautiful podcast episode I've ever made. This is an episode dedicated to the memory of someone who I hold dearly. Someone from whom I mean I will never see again, but someone from whom a piece of me believes is still there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sanyin Podcast. There has been a lot that has been written. You know, as someone who has been far away from... <clears throat> I haven't stepped in Uganda for close to four years. And this has been one of the most defining moments of my time away from home. It started on the 28th of October, 2022, when my cousin my sister, my partner in crime, for someone from whom I really, really, really held dearly in my heart was no more. But this is not an episode to reflect on a tragedy, though it will have parts that reflect on it. This is an episode to celebrate a life. As at the time of recording this, and at the time from which I presume majority will listen to this, the 22nd of January will be Belinda's 24th birthday. And what a better way to celebrate the life of someone who was instrumental in starting this podcast as she was among the first people I told my idea and she gave me the confidence and the strength to keep it pushing. This is for Belinda. Let's go. So, my journey with Belinda starts January 2014. Ironically, without her. It starts with when my mother pulls me aside and asks me, Chepi, Belinda is coming to your school. And I'm like, Mom, who's Belinda? And she's like, she's related to Uncle Julia. She's related to Uncle Tony. She's from my cousin called Rosa Bossa. And I'm like, mom, I don't know these people. She's like, she's your cousin. She's coming. So I enter, I enter senior three. This is 2014. First time senior three with expectation that I'm going to meet my cousin who I've never met, but my mom has given me a heads up about it. And you, you know, as, as a young child aged around 15, 16, you have that burst of excitement it's a it's a mixture of um curiosity it's a mixture of you know you have that burning desire to meet this girl that i've told you is your cousin you want you want to feel secure because you have a family member around and all that and and i remember i had a notebook then and i wrote it and i wrote it down and it had her name is belinda she's related to uncle julia's uncle tony her mom is Rosa Bossa. So in case I meet a girl, because I didn't know her description, I didn't know how she looked, she looked like, but in case I meet a girl and she's new, I'd ask her these questions. I must admit back then in the year, back then I was a shy, timid boy. And, and you know, meeting girls was something <laughs> that would make me shy, unlike right now. But... 
the first time I saw Belinda was on the railings of our senior three block. And apparently she got to know that I also was there in that school, which is Seta High main campus. And while we were there, she, um, we spoke. I told her what I was told. She said, also, I know you, I'm JP, I'm Belinda. Nice to meet you. I don't think it lasted five minutes, the conversation, ironically. And from there, we, it exploded. And we became, I wouldn't say very close, but we knew each other, would meet up. I would give her some of my textbooks. I would help her here and there because then I must say I had that labeling, boat or something, someone who is academically great. And I'd want to help others, so I'd help her. And just when I really wanted to get to know her more, she left. She went to another campus. But if if I'm to describe um the high school uh the the high school relationship between me and her, it's it's more of uh <clears throat> it's more of to me it's more of a thing of mixed missed opportunities because I for instance never got to know her much due when we were together for that one year. It was only one year, twenty fourteen. And then she left. And then the next time I got to see her was 2018. So those were four years of, oh, Belinda is there, Belinda is there, and nothing much. But I'm really grateful that I got to spend time with her during our studies in high school. And going forward, it is the memories that we made then that we defined our strong, limitless relationship when we eventually got to be met up uh, in our days at campus. <clears throat> Damn, this is an emotional episode. Uh, but it 2018, when Senior 6 VAC, um, I'm work, um, I, don't, I don't think I was working then. I think I was home. Um... I think I think I had her number. I'm not quite sure. But the date is July 27th, 2018. The reason why I remember that day is because that is the only day that me and her have a picture together. I think that's the only picture that I have with Belinda together. It's a picture that, you know, we're both smiling. I'm in a suit. She's in a dress. The function was, I think it was Uncle Julius's wedding. All I know, it's, I don't know, I'm not so sure if it's, I'm not so sure about the name of the uncle. You may forgive me. But he was from Canada and he had his wife and the place was around, should I call it Nakawa or something? And yeah. We went there, I met her, we talked, we talked, we were so happy to meet each other, we were catching up, you know, and we took that picture. Then, 
I left for China. But one thing that I really liked about her is that when I left for China, there's a part of me that didn't want to have anything to do with most of my colleagues when I was back home in U- in Uganda because I felt like not not I felt like there was a part of me that didn't appreciate this that didn't really want to be with these people because I'd seen some uh, some of the characters of my peers not those that I studied with but maybe those that I interacted with and I thought going forward I don't want to keep these guys on a long run but when I changed my line to a Chinese line Belinda was this constant person who was reaching out to me through Instagram and we spoke she was the first person I FaceTimed uh, first time is video call yeah um we video called first time first person i video called who's not my parents while i was in china and we would talk we would talk i think this is how we became so close we would talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and then she told me that jp when you're coming back to uganda get me an iphone and jp being jp he's not working but he loves his cousin. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, I don't even own an iPhone. How am I going to get Belinda an iPhone? But she, she really wanted me to get her an iPhone. And I remember there was a friend of mine who was selling, I think, an iPhone 4 or 5. I think it was iPhone 5. And then I, I got it at 300 Kwai, which is about... 150 to 160,000 Uganda shillings and I brought it to Kampala <laughs> and I brought it to Kampala so when I when I came to UCU which I was again my first time to UCU this is July 2019 and I saw her she was with uh, she was with her other friends she was with Hillary if I'm to 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 remember she was with Hillary and we met at the canteen of UCU and I brought out this phone and I gave it to her. And oh God, she was in shock. She was like, JP, how can you get for me this phone? JP, no, it's not what I wanted. JP, it's not what I wanted. And she was, yeah, she was very disappointed, which is, I think I raised her, I raised her expectations so high because obviously then I was on partial scholarship. I'd, you know, I was just saving, saving money there. I didn't have so much, but I really wanted to give her something. And ah, she wasn't happy. But but meeting her at UCU and meeting all the friends there, it was, it was a nice experience. I haven't been to UCU after that. But it was nice. It was nice. And I left and we left. And I remember telling my mom, Belinda doesn't want this phone. Do you want the phone? And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what happened to that phone. I don't know if I served it or I gave it out or it, I don't know. So when I returned in COVID 2020, I don't think we talked, we spoke much, but you know, we'd one in a two here reach out and say, hi, how are you? But the defining moment between me and Belinda is that I don't know if God was putting a message uh, to us that you have to be close 
to her in her final year of life was early 2022 because she reached out again as usual just talking memories how are you and then we found ourselves talking so much talking so 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 much that I would call her every week and she would call me every week and she would, we would both get angry with the fact that we don't call each other if I don't call her this time she would get angry if I don't call her this time, I would get angry we became extremely close and through her I got to meet amazing people one of her friends Sonia amazing girl I got to meet her through Belinda uh, and there was you know the love I had for Belinda was if Belinda woke up one day and told me JP I don't have money but I want to go out and have lunch I remember I, I remember I had money on my on my uh, Stanbeck account uh, quite a lot of money because I had won money from a competition and I'll just say okay Belinda I've sent it to your account go and have lunch and she told me JP I want to go for Fireboys concert I'll be like no problem let me save up money I'll pay for you Oh no, I want to go with my friend. I want to go with my friend. Uh, I was like, okay, no, I want to go with Sonia. Okay, Sonia, I'll pay for before you go. Uh, and it was, um, we became very, very, uh, very close. You know, there is a time I called Belinda and she was very, very, very sad, very depressed. You know, one of these issues that affects we. People as we were growing up in campus, you know, friends and all that. She was me, she was going through that. And I'm very happy that when I spoke to her, I cheered her up very much. And she was, after talking to me, she was shouting to me, JP, thank you, thank you, thank you. And looking back upon it, I feel, I feel a sense of gratitude that I was able to do that. Um, and then there was a time I, she called me and I was very sad. In fact, she has called me more times when I'm sad than I calling her when I'm sad. Cause there are times where I just feel like, um, you know, you feel like you're tired of being in China. You feel like everything is not working out. You feel a lot of stress. You feel this is this, you know, and you just want someone to talk to. And she could be that person. Be like Belinda, I know I don't, I'm not confused. Belinda, I want this. Belinda, you know. And I remember every after a conversation of her calling me when I'm stressed, she would always tell me, JP, pray. JP, me, me when things don't uh, work out, I pray. You know, pray. And JP being JP would be this girl, be like, ah, uh-uh, no, ah, uh-uh. Before you, before you put God, let's do this, let's do this. Be like, JP, pray. My pray. My pray. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. And I told her, so Belinda, you'll pray for me. Yes, I'll pray for you. And now that she's gone, I don't know who will pray for me. Because <laughs> I knew she does, or she really did pray for me. Yes, I knew I had a prayer warrior by my side. And uh, it's it's sad that 
that thing is not there. Uh, <coughs> that aspect is not there. So we were there at, uh, if I'm to, now I'm to grow back, roll, roll back time to last year. And we're so close. We're really so close. She knew parts of me that only I know. And I knew parts of Belinda that probably she would want to keep so private. Or maybe her friends would want, only only her close friends know. And that was how close we were. And it's, the reason why I say she was instrumental in starting this podcast is because I told very few people about my idea to start a podcast. She was among them. And I remember telling her, um, Belinda, do you want to to start? I, I would want to start a podcast. I'd want to start a podcast. And she was like, go for it. And I asked her, so would you want to take part? She was like, no, I don't like my life being in public. I don't want things to be out there. But, you know, me, I'll be supporting you. And trust me. Uh, one of one of the podcast hoodies because I have merchandise for my podcast. I was ready to ship it home to Uganda and probably she helps me in marketing it. But however, that's not there. Um. So, you know, there was that bit of graduation. I remember uh, when I did my graduation video. I I posted it on Snapchat and I. I went to Snapchat and I was seeing someone has screen recording and it was Belinda, Belinda, Belinda. And then and she told me, hey, JP, how did you do this thing? I told her, hey, well, we paid our money. We just hustled, got the video. Boom. The next week, she, she tells me, JP, I'm having, I'm having a graduation party. I'm like, fine, fine. Boom. My mom tells me, JP, Belinda has a party on 31st at Africana. I'm like, hey, boss. You know, and and I remember talking to her a day before, and she was like, "JP, I wish you were here. I wish you were here for for my graduation party." And God damn, I wish I was there. It's it's um, you know, my sister went there, and my other cousin went there. The joy that she, the joy that I saw from the videos and pictures was what I wanted Belinda to have. She was happy. She was very happy. You could see it from every smile. And, you know, I'm happy that she had that moment in her life during that period. I'm really happy she had it. Uh, so and all that and when it came to to helping her with her scholarship and she was going to the to the US I think this is when we became really so close again because she would tell me JP sent me your CV I sent my CV JP sent me your study plan I sent her my study plan JP do they ask this for your transcript I send JP do you know this I guide her I guide her I guide her I guiding her this and this and uh you know 
guiding her here and here. And I told her, Belinda, why don't you come to China? Belinda, come to China. We, we, we kill it here in China. Come to China. Come to China. They said, no, my dad doesn't want me to come to China. Are you convinced that we have JP? Uh, no, they want me to go to Australia, US, UK. <sighs> Belinda. So I told her, ah, so, so we think first here in China, we are what? We are sick. We are eating animals. What? Ah, no, it's not me who decides. What, what, what? You know, I was trying to force her to, to tell mom and dad to bring her to China. Because, you know, it's being in this place ever since my sister princess left. It's been now what, three years. I basically have no family here, you know, who I can relate to with that China, China thing. So if Belinda was here with me, then... I think I would be complete. I wouldn't feel alone so much. But it 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 happened that she got in the US. And the thing is that I really didn't know it was successful because I just saw on her I on her Snapchat saying thank you, Jesus. And I know Nebelinda says thank you, Jesus, when something great has done. Posted again on on, on uh on her WhatsApp status, thank you, Jesus. So I was, and then she called me. Belinda, when Belinda called me, I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was like, ah, Belinda, I think I'll call you later. I think I was in another call. Ah, Belinda, I'll call you later. Because Belinda, even if I would call at 1 a.m. China time, that would be 8 p.m., I know she would pick. So I was like, ah, I'll call, I'll call her later. So I called, she didn't pick. I was like, fine. And then a day later, I'm told she has died. Um, <clears throat> the reason why I'm giving a flashback of all this is that in total, I spent eight years with Belinda since 2014. We knew each other for eight years, but Never in my life have I been so close to a cousin. Dressing, I call you my sister, like the way I was with Belinda. It's, I don't know. It was just, we're so close that sometimes, as I said, it's a part of me that believes maybe Belinda is still alive. But reality is, she's not. And I thank God that whether my life is short or long, I spent eight years with her, knowing her. And I'm really grateful that I was part of her life journey as me, as a person. And, you know, when you lose someone that close and you're far away, over 20,000 miles away. You know, you feel you haven't properly mourned. You feel you haven't properly said your goodbye. You're asking yourself a lot of questions. Things are beyond your control. It's it's very, very disheartening. And, you know, how I got to know the news, the date happened, the period 
under which it happened, it was like all hell broke loose. Because she died on the 28th. I got to know the news on the 29th because it was already morning here. I wake up, 10 a.m., log on WhatsApp, and I see RIP Belinda. I'm like, ah, Belinda, what's up? I playing games here. I call. I remember I called using WhatsApp call and someone turned it off. I go and get on Snapchat and I see again RIP Belinda. And I'm like, guys, is Belinda playing games here or is a joke? And I remember turning to my roommate and telling her, I think my sister is dead. And he looks at me and I look at him and I was like, I think my sister is dead. And he just looked at me and slept. Because I think he thought I sleep talking or I'm mad. Because that's the other state he was in. And I remember I texted in my family group. I was like, Mama, is Belinda dead? No one was called. I think it was like 5 a.m. Ugandan time. Then I call again direct. I call my father. Because I think my father is will be awake at that time. I, I tell my dad, I want to talk to mama. I think Belinda is dead. And I told my mom. My mom's like, what? Hold on. And then she confirms it. Yeah. Belinda is dead. Never in my life have I felt as lost, confused, and numb. I remember standing up and I couldn't feel even my feet. I felt so confused. I felt so numb. I've never had that feeling before in my life. I felt so numb, so confused, so lost. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to believe. There's a lot of questions that were in my head. How, why, when. You know, as the day progressed, um, so confused. If someone asked me what, what my name was during that period, I wouldn't say my name. And this was a period when COVID lockdowns were starting, the strictest we had during that period. This was a period where we had assignments like hell. This was a period where a lot of things were happening to me that I had to be at 100%. But I remember shutting down everything and being like, God, what's happening? This can't be. And my mom kept on sending me Belinda this, Belinda this. And I remember telling her that, stop. I don't know anything about Belinda, stop. Because my brain just couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold it. I told her, stop. I told her, stop. Because... Even when you go everywhere, you would see it, you would see it. You would see the pain. You would see the tributes. And the Belinda I know, or I got to know, would be extremely happy by the number of people who really came to wish I send off. She would be extremely happy. She personally thought she had few friends. She used to tell me she personally thought she had few friends. 
but the number of people who came from what I was told who came with all from all walks of life far and wide to wish her the perfect send off she deserved should be extremely happy extremely happy and I'm happy that it shows the impact that she had on her friends and on society and it also shows the family that the impact their daughter had on everyone that she met you know it's rare to find a child to give birth to a child and knowing that child will leave a mark on society the way she did she wasn't extrovert like me but she did her things the way she did them and people always remember that about her you know i think it's very 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 unfortunate that some things in life happen but to me what i can learn from belinda's passing are three things one leave an impact on society that will extend your legacy i think for belinda it's not only the family that's missing her or the friends it just feels like there's a special person that the country is missing the president said it in his speech that the country has lost an, a young energetic lady really dwise president museveni sending such condolences but it just goes on to say how great belinda was it's one of those great ironies in life where you're celebrated at the end but i guess the end is a conclusion of what you've been doing from the beginning the second lesson i want to learn is um we need to fix our medical system in uganda you know there are a lot of questions here and there and here and there that I was asking myself I was asking myself I was asking myself and I knew the more I would dig the more I would get angry but I hope Belinda's passing is a testament to the fact that we need to fix the medical sector in Uganda you know whenever i log on to social media and i see what the budget is allocated for health and in the doctors striking and then the doctors kneeling for the president and then all this you you see a country that's just not giving value to things that need value i don't want to get so much into political talk but there is just something you know whenever um senior politicians or people of high authority for sick they go abroad i come from a country china or i stay in a country china where it is the opposite they believe in a strong nationalistic sentiment that ours first our hospitals first our institutions first our universities first before we go abroad i believed if uganda borrowed that model would be far and probably my sister would be alive the last lesson is 
God, what the hell is happening to the roads in Uganda? Because between 28th October when Belinda died to now, when I'm recording this video, which is probably 20th January 2023, there have been a total of 1,000... 1078 accidents that have happened with over 493 casualties if you look at the statistics people just dying like leaves on the roads in Uganda it's so saddening it's so saddening and when you see when you see the talk that politicians are doing in parliament when you see the level of embezzlement that goes in just creating one kilometer road it's like people are not giving damn about what's happening in there people are dying you know we are here all celebrating belinda but we also must also look at the family of the border border driver i've forgotten his name but he was also a person he had a family he has a wife he has a child they want to be without a father for the rest of their life that was the life lost you know many are gone in just crazy 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 things and i hope this is just a, a i think belinda's legacy will be best preserved if her life and the tragedy that took her is used to better the road network in uganda to me that would be the greatest implementation of of her legacy because what kid is killing people almost every week? And no one seems to care. You know, you wake up one day, they impound border. Borders wake up one day, they do this. But still, the statistics are rising. I wouldn't want to, to stray too much into that political narrative. But to me, it is that. It is strictly that. And as I end this memorial episode... It's just me saying special thanks to all the friends and family who have been with us through this difficult period. Um, there are those I would like to mention. Um, Asingura Malin, who stood with the family. She was there to the darkest moment. Um... She has been able to comfort Elizabeth and the family. Um, I remember reaching out to her and telling her, thank you, thank you so, so much. And I'll say it again, thank you so much, Marlene. Um, as I said, other friends, her best friend, Sonia, Michael, and almost everyone um, that I know, all that were mutual friends between me and her, and, and those that aren't mutual friends, I would say thank you so much and may God continue to bless you. Belinda wanted us to be the best in everything that we do. Let us just keep doing that. Let's keep the fire burning. And I know for one day I'll see her again. That definitely is it. I know it. So as we come to the end of this podcast, I'd want to say to me, is the greatest prayer that exists, and that is Hail Holy Queen. Hail Holy Queen, 
mother of mercy, hail her lives, our sweetness and our hope, to the victory, poor banished children of Eve, do you, do you send our parasites, mourning and weeping is valley of tears, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, Amen. Till we meet again, Belinda.